The sun beat down on Pingaspor. Not much happened in the tropical town. What did happen mostly happened in slow motion, except when the train pulled in. A wise man somewhere along the railroad once said, You cannot step into the same train twice. A wag somewhere else along the railroad soon answered, You cannot step into the same train once. Yes, he was a wag, but maybe he wasn't so far wrong just the same. And passengers on the train carried his words along with the wise man's to stops all along the railroad, which is to say, to stops all around the world. Javan had heard both sayings. He knew the truth of one of them, for he had seen it with his own eyes. Sometimes the train pulled into Pingaspur with smoke belching from a tall stack. Sometimes it glided into town almost as clean and silent as a dream. Once, not long before he was born, a team of elephants had brought the train to the Pingaspur depot. Greybeard still chattered about that in smoke shops and coffee houses. Once, before his great-grandfather was born, a team of dragons had pulled the train into Pingaspur. These were not magic lands, so that created a great sensation. There were photographs of the day even yet, showing the dragons' huge red wings furled against their green scaly hides. Of course, everyone knew photographs lied and could be made to lie in many different ways, if only someone had made a sketch. You could trust a sketch. At least half the Pingasporians disbelieved the old story, photographs or no. Javan himself did, at least half the time. Up till now, he'd never had much to do with the train. Oh, like any young man along the railroad, he'd done his spell, keeping the line in good repair. He'd shoveled dirt to shore up embankments. He'd spread gravel in the roadway. He'd swung a sledge, spiking new sleepers to the tracks to take the place of ties rotted through or eaten out by insect pests. Like any young man with an ounce of sense along the railroad, he worked no harder than the overseers made him. It was something he had to do not something he wanted to do, and the little bits of silver wire his labors won him did not inspire him to outdo himself. Oh no, on the contrary. But now, mirrors of polished bronze were flashing from the west, the train was on the way. Because so little happened in Pingaspur. When something did, word of it exploded through the town like a shower of fireworks, Along with his kinsfolk and friends and neighbors, Javan hurried to the depot. Most of them wore no more than a strip of cloth to cover their loins. Some of the women covered their breasts with a similar strip. Some supported them with one, and some did not bother doing either. Pingaspor lay on the equator. Comfort was where you found it. Javan. Now, Javan wore a baggy cotton shirt, brightly dyed in stripes, and loose-fitting cotton trousers, not dyed at all, sandals flipped and flopped on his feet. He clutched the leather handles of a carpet bag in his right fist. Unlike his friends and relations, he was dressed for a journey. You lucky polecat, one of his friends said, laughing. Several others nodded. Am I, Uharto, Javan said. I don't know. Will you miss me? asked a girl not far from his own age. Of course I will, Kiri, he answered, and she smiled at him. Her bare, pert breasts seemed to smile at him, too. Trying not to stare, 
It wasn't exactly rude, but it wasn't polite either. Chavan went on, I expect I'll miss everything about Pingaspor. They don't do things our way all the time on the train. Or people say they don't. Kiri pouted. That wasn't what she wanted to hear. Javan realized as much a few heartbeats too late. She wanted him to talk about her. I'll come back one day, he tried. She tossed her head. Her hair flew in a blue-black cloud. You'll be old by then, chances are, she said. I expect I'll have found somebody else. I don't suppose I'll even remember your name. Patan Jaman, what did we used to call that silly fellow? I'll bet you'll remember me if I'm rich, Javan said. Well, maybe, Kiri admitted. People did get off the train with fortunes. Not very often, but they did. She tossed her head again. If you're rich, I bet you won't remember me. Don't count coconuts till you've got them down from the tree, Uharto said. Come on. Along with the others, he swept Javan toward the ticket counter.